and welcome to My Little House of Prayer. I am your host, Dayla Smith. I'm so very glad that you could join me today. Let's open in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for this wonderful time of fellowship and this wonderful message during this Passover season. Father, thank you for your wonderful, great sacrifice. There are no words. Let the, the words in this message be your words and not mine, Lord. And help us to fellowship together, Father, in this wonderful moment in time. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I have been praying about this week's message, and I hope you sure had a wonderful Easter, um, or Resurrection Sunday, should I say, um, that we remembered the reason we were celebrating this wonderful holiday. I was pray. I have been praying about this week's message. And I had a few in mind. In other words, I had a bunch of titles, but nothing was coming to me because there was no peace about it. I kept going to the Lord in prayer over it. You see, I don't want it to be my words that I share with you. I want the words to be his words. This is so important to me. It is vitally important to me. If I teach what I know, which is a whole lot about nothing, I see it as a blind leading the blind. But if the Lord's Holy Spirit teaches us, he knows the straight and narrow path. He has all of the Lord's truth, truths to share with each and every one of us. Isn't this wonderful? You see, the Lord showed me early on in my walk that it is his truth that sets the captive free. It is his anointing that destroys every yoke. John 8, 31-36 Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, Ye shall be made free. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Why would I be going in this direction? Because... <clears throat> Because yesterday was Shabbat, or Sabbath. The day before I was invited to attend Passover with a Jewish Bible study group. And just so you know, my church here in Ville Platte, Louisiana, now holds a Torah Bible study group on Sunday nights at 5.30. It is so awesome. We are all learning so much. It is very powerful. It has been confirming what I've been telling everyone. Jesus was, is, and forever will be our example to follow in walking in the crucified way. 
If you are interested in being a part of this group, get with me and I will direct you to the person who can help. It's on Sunday nights at 5.30 um, at New Life Assembly of God on Main Street going towards Opelousas, past the old Walmart. We're learning so much. And really, it's about, you know, everyone likes to find their roots. Their they create their family trees. We have Ancestry.com, you know, and sites like that to create a family tree to find out where we came from. That's an innate thing placed in our hearts by the Father. Well, how much more so wouldn't, wouldn't we want to connect with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost? You know, and that's what the tour club is about, learning our roots, seeing things through Jesus' eyes in his day, and how it marries with five first books of the Bible. You know, um, what we've been redeemed from, what we've been called to, and just a connection with the Lord Jesus Christ. I can't speak more highly of this group. We are totally enjoying what we are learning. So like I said, if you're interested in being a part of this group, get with me and I will direct you to the person who can help. You can also just come sit in for a few, few weeks and, and see if it's something you're interested in. We'd be more than happy to have you. We would all be so glad if you would come to be a part of something so wonderful. I believe Shabbat and Passover are the same yet very different. They both speak of the Lord our God as Savior and perfect rest. Both require preparation of the heart or mind. You see, one is about our thought life concerning him, honoring the first commandment, Matthew 22:37-38. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. The other is honoring him through our deeds, Matthew 22, 39-40. And second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. You see, when we look at the Ten Commandments, the first five deal with our relationship with the Lord. The last five deal with our relationship with others. This is why I like to call it the Ten Commandments of Love. And boy, do we ever need to develop our love walk towards the Lord and others in this day and time. Is anyone getting anything out of this so far? I know that I am. It is always a blessing to be able to dive into his word. 1 John three eighteen through 20 My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Matthew fifteen eight through 9 this people draweth an eye unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Isaiah twenty nine thirteen. 
Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. Passover was when Jesus Christ of Nazareth was crucified, died, buried, and on the third day was resurrected. Passover is observing the Passover from a Christian standpoint. This requires action on our part to remember why we celebrate Passover. How do we honor the Lord and give him our reverential fear? By showing forth his great love toward us to others. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. And Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love the, thy neighbor as thyself. I believe Passover is not about Easter bunnies or chicks. Passover is not about baby chicks or egg pocking. Now, I'm not saying that you can't dress your children up and, and not enjoy family and Easter bunnies and chocolate bunnies and peep chicks um, or even egg pocking. What I am saying is please remember the reason we are really celebrating Resurrection Sunday and make your children understand why we celebrate Resurrection Sunday. The Lord said to put his laws on our forehead, between our eyes, write them on the doorposts, and teach our children from generation to generation. Just a little history lesson. Did you know that all of these stemmed from a pagan culture that infiltrated the church? This pagan holiday worshipped the goddess Ishtar, where they sacrificed babies to her in order to be fertile. <laughs> Do you see the irony? Kill your baby so you can have another one. Please hear me out. Matthew six twenty four. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Joshua twenty four fifteen. And it's, if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Ephesians 5:11-14 And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. You know, it's about conviction. And if you, we're accountable to the truth we know. Knowing that stuff that speaks of fertility, like baby chicks and Easter bunnies, you know, um, there is new life in Jesus Christ. There's no new life in babies, baby animals that will redeem us. And, you know, 
I got convicted. Now, this is up to you. But I got convicted when I, I started researching and found out that this is where it came from. And I don't know about you, but Jesus didn't stop halfway for me. When I'm convicted, why would I stop halfway? What's a little pleasure in the flesh for a moment versus a lifetime in Christ Jesus and pleasure for eternity in him? So I get convicted, and when the Holy Spirit convicts me, I'm quick to drop it. And I did. In this lesson, I got convicted. So I'm just sharing my conviction with you. What you do with it is up to you and the Holy Ghost. We are called to be children of the Lord Most High. We cannot have one foot in the world and one in Christ. I love word studies. I hope you do too. Go and research this. Don't just take my word for it. I promise it is encouraging, edifying, and securing. Pray before you start that the Lord would open your heart and eyes, the eyes of your understanding to his truth. Plead the blood of Jesus Christ over your study so that it will be protected. Then enjoy the study. Don't get in a hurry. Sometimes the Holy Ghost will lead you in a word study all your own. And believe you me, these are so much fun. <clears throat> when we truly want to observe this holiday, we will look to Jesus Christ of Nazareth for how to worship him in this holiday. Micah 6, 8. He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. In this day and age, it is so easy to get wrapped up in all of the hype of death, hate, and darkness of this world. To do unto others before they do unto you. That, my friend, is wasted energy. Do we really think that we have that kind of time? And how does the Lord get the glory that is rightfully due to him in our actions? The world is looking for something different. We are to be different. We are commanded to be different. 2 Corinthians 6.17 Wherefore, come out from among them, and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. 2 Corinthians 6.17 Wherefore, come out from among them, and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Romans 12.2 and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You see, the world is looking for supernatural proof. Miracles are for the lost. We already received the greatest gift, his glorious gift of the resurrection of our souls. Freely we have free received Freely we must give. When we treat others the way the Lord has called us to treat others, we are loving him in word and deed. It is so uplifting when we get to see the Lord move in someone else's life, especially if we are a conduit he used. 
but all glory and honor belong to him and him alone who began a good work in both of us. Remember, we must always look at it this way. Without him, we have no resurrection power. We have no supernatural power without him. In him alone, we live and breathe and have our being. We are just a wonderful instrument in his hand. Ask him for witty inventions and or a word in due season. John four twenty three through 24 But the hour cometh and now is, when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. When we allow him to show forth his great love toward us with others, we show forth his great glory. This is how we worship him, in spirit and in truth. He is so good and worthy of our highest praise. Hallelujah. His truths are so unfathomably great. They are magnificent. How? Why? John eight thirty two. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You see, it is only by the witness of the Holy Spirit we are able to know the truth, to know the one in whom contains all truth. Then we are able to worship him in the spirit of God and the Lord's truth. Isn't this so powerful? I know it is for me. Glory and honor to his precious name. John eight thirty six. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. How are we free? Look at it this way. If the word of God, his truth, makes us free, then we are made free in action, in actuality. 2 Corinthians three seventeen through 18 Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. How does that this bring us to observing Passover? Remember the title, Shabbat Shalom? Passover rest. We're to rest in Passover and give glory to his wonderful name. When we rest and commit all things to his hand, we will have rest. We will experience a rest so many scholars tried to learn about. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. As we take time to observe the Jewish Passover as a Christian, we are commanded to rest, to worship him in spirit and in truth, to remember the promises of the God that came into this world, was crucified, died, buried, and rose again on the third day that he truly sits at the right hand of the Father, endlessly making intercession for each and every one of us with the same comment as on the cross. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. I don't know about you, but I surely need his precious gift of salvation from the curse of sin according to his beautiful law. I see it like this. If someone designs a car for you, they leave explicit instructions on how to care and use that vehicle. 
It's called the user manual. To the designer, to the designer, everything about that vehicle is important. If you don't listen to obey the laws he has explicitly given you, the vehicle will break and tear down a lot quicker, most often to the point of demise. To me, that is a lot of money to waste, don't you think? Well, the creator of the universe and all that is within it has given us a detailed description of how this world works, how to live in it and not be of it. The Torah laws of the Lord were laws of his great love for us to walk in. Deuteronomy 30, verse 15 through 20. See, I've set before thee this day life and good, death and evil, in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply, and the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest, to possess it. <clears throat> but if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shalt be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that you shall surely perish, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land, whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him. For he is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Jesus never came to do away with the law and the prophets. He only came to fulfill the prophecies concerning all of them. Every one then and now are always looking for a get-out-of-jail-free card, a way to experience his great salvation without the obedience that goes with it. We're called to be separate unto the Lord, obedient to the Lord. The Apostle Peter even said in 1 Peter 1, 15-17, But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. And if ye call on the Father, who without respect of persons judges according to every man's work, Pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. He's talking about the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom. So if you are here and wanting to recommit to the crucified walk with Christ, or if you are wanting to experience the supernatural change that only the Lord can create in your heart, soul, and mind, I want to introduce you to the Lord God Almighty, the Savior of our souls. He radically changed my life, so I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he can and will do it for you. First, you must acknowledge that you are a sinner in need of a Savior, according to the mirror of the law of the Lord. Ask him for his forgiveness for all of your sins and call each and every one of them out to him. 
Thank him for his forgiveness. Then forgive those who have sinned or transgressed against you. Then repent. Repent means to change your mind concerning sinful habits. Change your choice-making decisions. Let him influence your choice-making decisions as you get in his holy word. Ask him to be Lord over your life. I want to pray this prayer with you, but this is just an outline. The real work begins after I pray with you because it is a very personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life. Help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you have made the decision to give your life to Jesus, let me be one of the first to welcome you to the body of Christ. All of heaven is greatly rejoicing over your decision today, me included. Please let me know of your decision today because I want to pray with you. If this message has brought up any questions or spoke to you in some way, or if you have any prayer requests, please let me know by commenting below, private messaging me, or you can email me at my number one little afmp at aol.com. I would greatly love to hear from you. Remember, I love you with the love of the Lord, but Jesus will always love you more. I can't thank all of you enough. It is such a privilege to testify of his great goodness with you, the ways he keeps changing me and in so doing my life. He is my reason I wake up in the morning, welcoming his beautiful, perfect sunrise. He is my reason I go to bed at night, knowing that he watches over me and sings prophetic words over me while I sleep. He never slumbers nor sleeps. I hope that he became that for you today. May the Lord richly bless you. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. May you rest in his peace during this Passover season. Let's close in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you right now for this wonderful time of fellowship, this wonderful moment in time to dive into your word, to testify of your great goodness. Bless our week. Bless everything that our hands touch in Jesus' name. Let us be rocks upon the water, affecting other everyone around us in your name in the name of christ jesus of nazareth amen